You're listening to the Savoir Fair Audio Experience. Are you ready? The Savoir Faire Experience is your guide to everything that has to do with lifestyle. From dating, rides, style, and entertainment. All brought to you by the editor of Savoir Faire Magazine, Robert White. Anything goes on this audio experience. So, let's go. It's still the best. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Savoir Faire Podcast. As always, our weekly co-host is Jessica. How are you doing this week? I'm good. I'm good. I think each week we're getting a little bit better and better with uh, how this uh, I is think, working. I think we are, yeah. It's, it's the, the introductions are going to go away eventually because everyone's just going to know who you are. So we won't have to keep doing that. But um, yeah, for those that don't know, uh, we, we did something a little special this week. Um, and I don't know how often we're going to be able to do this, but we found a really cool program and we're utilizing it to do a little live interaction where you can listen to us live when we record. So if you want to check out meetme.com and then look for Savoir Fair, you're going to just come in the chat and see Jess and I in person and kind of be a part of the conversation, but we don't acknowledge the chat. So just come talk. <laughs> um, so that's something new with uh, this episode that we're trying. And so far it's been fun. So yeah, let's dive into a couple topics. There's a couple things that I wanted to ask you about. Um, the first one is this. I saw an ad on Facebook. And I'm not sure why I see the ads because I haven't really been paying attention or clicking around on any of these topics. But apparently there are tickets to space available on the Virgin Galactic, man. It's kind of funny because I feel like this is a really good conversation starter. Like, if you had the chance, would you go up in space? Like, right now, that mm -hmm. is a possibility if you got the uh, the kind of change in line around yeah. the bank. So, if, what if, is it? Two hundred? I think it's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per ticket. Right. Which I mean, I hate to say it. I mean, I know it's not doable for me, but it is doable. It is, you know, depending on what you choose to spend your money on. I mean, that's like kind of buying a house or investing in a house. So, and I know people that have multiple homes. So maybe you just get one home and then you take a, a flight up to space. I don't know, but maybe. Um, it's pretty crazy that this is actually happening. And it's like very Jetsons that this is, uh, you know, working out in our generation where we could actually take a trip up to space. Would you go if you had the opportunity? Would I go? I'm going to say a hundred percent. No. Okay. A hundred percent. No, I'm already afraid of heights. Okay. Gotcha. So listen, gotcha. I'm not going to go 10,000 feet in the air in a jet, let alone get on a space shuttle up to outer space. Now I do think it'd be super cool to be weightless and have that experience. Right. But, but you I, can do that on a ride. I mean, no. yes, I can do it on a roller coaster. Like, <laughs> but like, there's still some things like that, that it would be kind of cool to experience. But I mean, 250,000 bucks to go pretty much like, you know, to the top of the sky before you go into yeah. space. I get it. It's a total like once in a lifetime opportunity. Like it's something that you never thought we'd be able to do. And like, or at least like the common civilian would be able to do when we're doing it. So, I mean, I get all that, but I'm hardcore staying right here. I'm fine on earth. Yeah. No, that's that yeah. that's, that's a good point too. The thing is like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe even, 20 well absolutely 20 years ago it was not even a possibility that the right. average person billionaire or not was going to end up in space like it was right. nasa and that was it and now yeah. we've got all these crazy boys with all their billions that have decided they're going to jump in the space race 
So now we get to yeah. deal with we get to deal with uh, Elon Musk, we get to deal with Bezos, and now Richard Bronson's got his you know his little ship now too. Like wow, pretty nuts. And isn't it something to think about? Like after to, for ha- to have this happen after the year that we all just came off of, right? Like t- 2020 was insane. It was nothing but like headaches for people, no matter what side of the coin you were on with COVID and everything, and people losing their jobs and they're struggling and. You know, some people saw the the beauty in staying home. Some people really like went through it. And now like we're in a position where still the elite, the billionaires, they're just so bored with their money. They're taking trips to space. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mind having those kind of problems where you don't know where to spend your money. But let's just do a quick shout out to the three boys that are having a little space race between themselves. Why don't you go solve world hunger with all that money? Right, right, something. Listen, like, we don't need to be flying around with aliens. They exist now. We don't need to be up there flying around with aliens. The news is talking about it. It's legit now. It got released last year. Remember, we were all panicking over COVID and trying to figure out, like, what we were going to do with our lives during and after it while we're all captured in our own homes, right? And then in the midst of it, they just dropped this little news article that said, hey, by the way, there's aliens and they actually exist. Here's some video footage. But nobody cared. That's what's so crazy. It's like we had such an insane year that they dropped footage of aliens and we're just like, whatever. (laughs) It's basically like, hey, right now, like we'll worry about creatures that fly in outer space like later. Right now, we're all just trying to survive. And kind of right now, we're the creatures flying in outer space. Maybe we're invading their territory now. Yeah, that's possible. Kick up a little intergalactical battle because humans can't keep their booty on the earth. Exactly. Stay down here and don't piss them off, right? Like, just leave right. it be. Yeah, that could, that's, <laughs> that could be a moment. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Who do you think is going to be the first, like, I mean, obviously these billionaires are celebrities and they're all in their own right. They're famous. But who do you think is going to be the first, like, Hollywood A-list celebrity to make it into space? You know what? I thought it was going to be Ashton. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, apparently... And I didn't know all this stuff. I just had to look some of this stuff up today because people were like bringing topics through, right? And I was like, okay, so Ashton Kusher had a ticket. He was booked 250K down. And then his beautiful wife, Mila, says, hey, I think that's a really bad family choice because yeah. what if you don't come back? Do you want me to raise these kids by myself? And I think right, it's a, right. that's a real, like, that's a real kind of life thing. Like, absolutely, it could be your no. last ride. Exactly. The older you get, you have to be conscious about those things, even, you know, with regular activities, let alone putting yourself in a position where you're going up into space and Lord knows what could happen, what could go wrong. I was actually just having this conversation the other day because I found I I went skydiving when I was in my early 20s. I was a little bit of a daredevil. And like the past 4th of July weekend, I wouldn't even go down a slip and slide because I was like, oh, I don't know. What if I get hurt? What if I sprain my arm? What if I do this? Like, you know, the older you get, you start becoming way conscious of those things. So, yeah, I actually agree with Mila. I wouldn't want my husband going up there. That's why I'm more than comfortable staying down here on Earth. God forbid something happens. They got a family. You're not just thinking about yourself anymore. So kudos for Mila and kudos for Ashton for taking his wife's feedback and opinion into consideration and not being about it. I completely (laughs) agree. Yeah, I mean. But I, th- I think there's an opposite thing here because I feel like the older you get, the more exciting life should be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of responsibilities at a young age. Like they have a young family, right? right. Their kids are right. younger. 
But what if like Ashton, like, yo, space is going to be an option for the next role well, forever. We've created these trips now. Like this exists now, right? We can go whenever. So wait till your kids are like 30 years old. Then if you want to take the risk, have at it. I mean, yeah, that's a way of looking at it. I mean, uh, again, it, it depends what your personal, what, what you want out of it. Like I said, I would have no desire to go up in space just to float around. I would still look at it even if I'm old, like, all right, well, now I want to be around for my grandkids or I want to be around for this or I want to be around for that. <laughs> but like, you know, the space thing just does not necessarily appeal to me. I've seen too many space movies, asteroid movies, uh, you know, all that stuff. I'm good right here. I'll just wait this yeah. out. Yeah, my, my thing with uh, with that in general, though, would be it's too new. Yes. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, we've been flying in airplanes for, what, 50 years or something? 50 or 60 years, like we know what's going on there, right? Like yeah, we know, exactly. we know that if we go up, we're going to come back down right. on yeah. this thing. I mean, one successful flight is not count as like, eh, yeah, we'll be okay. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, basic travel, people get into car accidents, people get into plane crashes and things like that, even mm -hmm. though maybe few and far between, like you said, we've been doing this for years, but still you're absolutely right. This is brand new technology. These are conditions that we're, you know, the common man is not used to by any means. So you really don't know what could happen. Mm -hmm. And God forbid, even if you just, you know, have some sort of an attack up there, you, it's not like you have medical assistance or like, could God forbid get down quick enough to like, it's just, I'm very, very comfortable. <laughs> so we've made it clear that we're not going to space, but I'm sure other people are interested in going to space. So yeah, uh, Virgin Galactic is the what we're talking about, uh, Richard Bronson's new ship to outer space. And I, I guess they're not really going out to the outer parts of space. They're going up to the weightlessness point, and then they're coming back down. Now, do you know any information, like how long does that take? Is it- I heard- Three and a half hours. I mean, that's actually not terrible, but at the mm -hmm. same time, like 250,000 divided by three hours. We're, we're, <laughs> like talking about, yeah. we're talking about a three and a half hour. I think it's three and a half hours to get there. Three and a half hours to get there. Five yeah. minutes of weightlessness in this spaceship. And then right. three and a half hours to come back home. Yeah, I get annoyed at people when they spend too much on a wedding. I say, do you realize that's only four hours of your life? So, um, <laughs> yeah, right. I imagine spending that kind of money. I mean, I get it. It's a once in a lifetime experience. So how could you, you, you'll totally never get it. And you'll probably be only one of the hand few of people, hand few, handful of people that gets to do this. But still, it's. It depends it's, because you know what's going to happen, like, <clears throat> unfortunately. There's three big boys in this in this field right now. Every rocket that um, tests Tesla and you know that guy, God, I'm having mind blanks today like crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Musk. If every every rocket they they've sent up successfully came back, right? Richard Bronson's now has gone up once, and actually he he didn't even just send it up with like monkeys inside. Like him himself was on the first trip. Right. I know it's crazy. It's brave, it's man. Do you think it's going to be possible that you're able to buy, like you're able to do it through Bitcoin or like something like that? So it's mm, not actually. I don't think Richard Bronson's on the big Bitcoin kick. Okay. I think gotcha. when it gets a little, I think if Bezos ends up creating a rocket and doing some stuff, maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's his face? I keep forgetting. 
Musk is always going to have that option. I think he's he's all about crypto for sure. Yeah, he's about that life. Yeah, he's a totally about that life. I mean, you can buy you can buy a Tesla with uh, crypto. With crypto, right, right. Well, what other celebrities do you think? I mean, has anybody else come out since Ashton Kutcher came out, or he was just sort of like I feel like that's the first time he's been in the news in a while, and of course it's for going up in space, but right. No. Well, everyone's talking about the space trip. I don't know. I haven't really talked or, or paid attention to much that was happening with other celebrities that want to go to space. I'm sure that people are going to step up. Like yeah. the next trip is got to be well, the next trip is going to be four people. Okay. Plus the pilots, right? I don't know if Richard Bronson's going to be literally on every flight to space. I doubt it. I think at yeah. some point he the liability goes away. Like he was the testy that said basically like, "Hey, we came here, we did it, we came back safely. Now give us your money, right. and you can do it too." The thing I saw on Facebook was giving away two tickets. Wow, to space. That's, that's a half a million dollars. That's an excellent question. Then, if you got it for free, would you do it? I I don't think I would do it if I got it for free. Yeah, I'm just not interested in going in the air. Yeah, yeah, you're just... I get nervous on rooftops in New York City. It's like 65 stories at the most or whatever, right? Like, I'm not going to get on a plane anytime soon. And I'm not definitely not going to go to space. I couldn't imagine how the feeling... I mean, there's definitely an excitement part of being weightless. I would love to know that, like, I went to space. I think every woman in the world would agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that would be amazing to say I went to space. But I'm not going to do it. It's just not my thing. It's not my thing. Now, wait, like, I can't say it's not my thing. I can say it's my thing, not my thing right now. But, like, 25 years from now, when it's, like, super, super common that we're all just taking trips to space because they have the best restaurants up there, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, good point. Excellent point, yeah. Because we're going to get that Jetsons kind of thing going on, you know? There's going to be, like, businesses up there that are just floating around, and we're going to be able to shoot up there and go shopping one day crazy it got to that point I never thought I was gonna see the day and I mean I thought back to the future too was pretty crazy and now that we're we're entering this this new world I really I can only imagine what is going to happen in the next decade if this is what happened in the last decade that got us to this point I Mm -hmm. can't remember yeah we're going to be around for a minute hopefully and man the next 20 years in space research and things they can put up there it's going to be wild I would expect us to be able to literally have personal vehicles that could fly within the next yeah. 20 years. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely. think with 20 years from now. So let's just say 2040. Mm-hmm. There's my prediction, a Gary Vaynerchuk prediction. By 2040, okay. there'll be cars available for the general public that fly. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's my guess. Gonna, that's going to be horrible air traffic. I can only imagine. I just had a whole There's going to be, there have, there have to be rules. Yeah, yeah. There'd have to be like, you can only go so high because yeah. of airplanes and mass transit and things like that. Right. But shoot, if they can make a car, they can make a bus, they can fly. Right? I, I didn't even heard, isn't there some new jet or something that's supposed to be able to take you like to Europe in like two hours or something? Oh like my that. Lord, really? Yeah, which I think would be amazing because if you are someone like my brother can't fly, he's petrified of flying. So he's, he like only stays in the United States, but you know, imagine if your trip to, you know, Italy is just as long as a normal flight to Florida. I mean, I think more people would jump on the bandwagon. So I don't know. I heard yeah. something about it that I thought was pretty cool. I mean, you know, Richard Bronson's got some pretty cool things going on. He's got a bullet train he's working on too. 
What's that mean? So, okay, from my understanding, this thing is going to be like a subway underground, okay. and okay. it works on magnets. So what you think is like when you put two magnets on top of each other, they hover. They don't actually connect. If they're positive, negative, they don't actually connect. The train right. would be positive. The tunnel would be negative energy. Ooh. So when you s flick it, whatever, like literally you could push it and it's going to be so fast to get you from yeah. point A to point B. It's going to feel like you weren't even moving. It's going to be quick as heck. Like that could be, I don't know, New York to California in an hour. That's insane. Like That's it, that thing's going to book. It's going to be so fast. Yeah. I can't even imagine what the cost on something like that is going to be. Oh, I don't know. Like I said, it's the Billion Dollar Boys Club. They're all so bored with their money. They're coming up with these crazy transportation things, which is cool. Right, right. But, like, but eventually it does trickle down to us, but it's just a matter of, like, how many years it's going to take. But Yeah. You, um, could, you could look it up. I, I'm pretty sure Richard Bronson's got his little, his little yeah, bullet train yeah. thing kind of working. I think I saw a prototype video where they showed how fast it would go and, like, how it all worked with the magnets and stuff. But, like... I change everything that would change our entire lifestyle of how we commute how we travel how we vacation like and that would mm -hmm. literally change the world and it's so crazy because i feel like people at our age we've already seen the world change so many times with all this new technology like right we, i remember when there was a time where like only the billionaire boys club had cell phones and now like look what we're doing right now mm -hmm. um you know so it's just crazy to think that in 2025 20, years like it the common man could get to that point. Yeah, you're going to go to the airport and they're going to say, are you going to Jupiter today or Mars? Yeah. And <laughs> the ironic part about that is like, you'll, you will still wait longer on airport security line than it'll take you to get there. <laughs> potentially, potentially. And then all of the subway trains are now going to be these new like magnetic jet, like, you know. Yeah trains whatever whatever richard's working on over there he's got so many cool things yeah it's so crazy but my eye is definitely starting to pay attention to all this stuff because i keep seeing it in the news and at first i thought it was like okay yeah we're sending somebody to the moon but then of course when i saw the whole ashton kutcher thing and that like really popularized it even more in pop culture and it's like oh my god but oh yeah yeah, yeah. so my thing is like while everyone else was suffering through covid these guys were just playing around in their garage or what like what's really happening over there <laughs> No, that's the crazy thing. It's like, yeah, like the whole world was in shambles, people losing their jobs, people on unemployment, people doing this, people doing that, working from home, trying to figure it out, their families, where they're going to put their kids in school and how they're going to function. And mm -hmm. these guys are like, how am I going to get to space? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a crazy thing. I, I, I think it's super cool for the people that are really heavy into that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But for me, I just... It, I don't know. It's just not one of those things that I'd like put at the top of my list at all. Definitely. Do you think Pretty it's sure. Gonna, like, do you think they'll be able to film up there? Like almost like Blair Witch style? Like we'll start getting like movies and things oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Abs well, I don't know if they're going to create movies up there. Yeah. But I think they're going to take cameras up there. Yeah, sure. Like, I mean, definitely. we already have stuff like that happening on satellites and stuff where they're like making actual live recordings and stuff. The thing is yeah. like when, when Richard Bronson went up, they were talking about like, the delay in video being received yeah. because he was so far away. So like yeah. what's happening in real life with him, I think it was taking like two to three minutes to actually download so that we could see the footage. Oh my God. Yeah. You know how and fast video is like, it's pretty instant, you know? 
And that's, of course, like, God forbid something happens, like, you don't even know until minutes after the fact because it's like, what's going on? It's yeah. Crazy. Well, if something happens to those guys, like, there's no coming yeah. back, you know? It's just not going to, you know, there's nothing you can do about that, unfortunately. It's literally everything has to be perfect every time. Yeah. Yeah. Because the slightest little thing, that's a, I mean, you're, you're on a jet that's going, not even a jet, you're on a ship. <laughs> That's going, I don't know how many thousands of miles an hour, 26,000 miles an hour or something. Well, 2,600 miles an hour, sorry. If this is the billionaire's boys club doing this, who do you think is going to be the first female to go? Well, I I shouldn't say that because there's already been females up there, obviously, with him. But the well, first right. famous female. The first famous female. Well, I guess it's more commercialized. That's what we're talking about, right? We're not talking about NASA and astronauts that have already been up there doing missions and stuff. We want like yeah. commercialized people, but the truth is that most of us won't be able to afford it. So celebrities, most likely female celebrity. I don't know who, man, there's so many that I think would pull their trigger on something like that. A Hollywood starlet or like a, a Barbara Corcoran type of a person or, you mm. know, like a, I don't think Barbara a, Corcoran is the type journalist or somebody you know i don't think a journalist will do it either unless her boss basically said hey you're going to be on that plane that you're going to be on that ship to space i don't know like is it a story that you would cover based on your job i don't know like what if they sent oprah up there i'd watch that interview you know what i mean like i don't know they could do anything. I, I don't feel like oprah's the person that wants to go up there i think you think she'd be like someone that's like no i'm good right here yeah i think her i think ellen's good right here Ellen DeGeneres, yeah. uh, major. I don't know, man. That's so tough. Maybe after like a hundred flights that are successful, maybe yeah. like Michelle Obama would go. Yeah. I feel like that she would... could potentially be one that would just take, take off and go do something like that. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, like I said, I've been trying to follow it as much as I can, but at the same time, I also get like really jealous that this is even taking place while like the rest of us are just running around the rat race and mm -hmm. these guys are just up there floating around having a good old time. So. <laughs> it's true. I, I've always idolized Richard Bronson in, in general as a business person and as someone that like worked really hard to create Virgin and get yeah. so many different businesses that made him lucrative, you know, from right. the cell phone industry to the jets, to the music industry, to so many different things that he's been involved with in his entire life yeah. and then to get to a certain age where he can just go off and retire and have fun with his yeah. wealth and th yeah. there's a part of that that's that's admirable i definitely love that but i, oh, I don't yeah. know like i'm i'm one of those people that thinks like man eight eight or nine years from now i want to retire and i want to go travel a little bit and have a little bit of fun and hopefully the wealth is there for me to do something like that but i can't yeah. see myself being like Man, there's like four of us that are all building rockets. The first one to space wins a million bucks or something. Right, like, exactly. That's not something I would, I would want to spend my money on. But I do like I love the in innovation. I love the new. I love the new part of it. Well, it's also pretty interesting to think that this was happening during a time where like so much travel wasn't happening. Like you know, with COVID, like mm -hmm. international flights, like domestic flights, like everything was you know either put on a halt or dramatically slowed down. And then you got these guys like just having the open air and the open freedom to do this. And they did it. And it's pretty crazy that this happened. Oh yeah. And it's 
like it happened overnight. I mean, Lord knows how long they were actually working on this and putting this all together, but it really just seems like one day someone woke up and was like, I think I'll go to space today. Or, or they wake up and say they want to go to space. Yeah, yeah. That's the start of the process. Like when you call the NASA people or you call, you hire the rocket scientists, you start bringing people into your life that like in a bunker in the middle of where the UK, is that where Richard is? Like all of a sudden they just started building this ship. No one knew about it until the thing was in the air. Right, right. It's nuts. Mm -hmm. nuts. It's completely crazy. And the man's on his own ship. Just that heck with it. Let's go. But I I don't know. There's something to admire about this, this whole like, he really took a chance and like lifestyle to people and he trusted these people like he did i mean who's to say that you know even if i had that kind of money that i would trust people Mm -hmm. to to invest in people that much to be like i i think you'll be able to get me to space let's do this here you go let's make it happen (laughs) yeah (laughs) i i i mean even if i built a rocket i don't think i'd man it right exactly (laughs) like someone else Spends the money the way it should be spent. Someone else sits in the seat and hope you come back. Yeah, I would send some dummies in there first, for sure. Yeah, I would totally agree. So, yeah, it's pretty wild. Space has been an interesting topic. And in the midst, like, this this topic actually came from someone that I actually met um, this week because I'm slowly starting to get into the dating thing a little. And so... I met someone. We were like, "That's what. A, that's where the conversation kind of came from." Was this big space talk, right? And I was like, "Man, that was a really deep thing." And I'm like, "I'm talking to Jess about this this week because it's pretty wild." But like, on the other hand, that dating world thing. Like we talk about dating and relationship stuff on here all the time. But like, right, right. I'm nervous, guys. I'm still nervous. Still nervous about going out and meeting people. Yeah, or? I really am, and and partially because some of us are lying. There's people in the world right now that don't have masks on that haven't gotten vaccinated. Like we're lying. Some of us are lying. So it makes me a little nervous. Like, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, I don't want to catch it. Are you, are you going out in social settings right now still? Are you back going to restaurants, going to bars, going to clubs or anything like that? I'm, I'm treating life as normal with a little bit of caution. You know, I am going out to the grocery store without a mask on. I am going to restaurants without a mask, but with like people that I know, like I'm close with that I've known for a while. Um, right. Like people that I know and the idea that I know they don't have it because if they had it, I would know I'm around them enough. That kind of thing. Um, yeah. So that's, that's been part of it. Um, but other than well, that. Meeting people right now. Like yeah. Dating in general is just kind of scary. It's yeah. just kind of scary because it's brand new people and you just don't know. Like right. the questions used to be, and I don't even know if people say these things anymore, but we were more concerned about STDs and like, hey, are you protected and things like that, whatever. But now it's literally like, can, I need to see your ID and I need to see that card, that COVID card. Yeah. card. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's so crazy right now. Yeah, it is. But I will say this. I actually have a best friend of mine um, who met his significant other while like in the midst of COVID, like when this first started. And it's like, how could anybody get into a relationship under these circumstances? But they actually did exactly what we're doing right now. Like they they met and they had Zoom dates. Like they were very cautious with COVID. They never interacted face-to-face for like months. Like they would literally have Zoom dates. They would 
pour wine, they would eat together, they would talk and they would talk for hours. Mm -hmm. And then they didn't meet until I think it was August of last year and they're still together, still going strong. And I think it's like the most amazing thing. Cause I kept saying to myself, how is anybody going to meet? Like even the first couple of times I went out after COVID, like, like you said, like you don't know who anybody is. So I feel like no one really approaches anybody anymore. Like even mm -hmm. if they are interested, like it's so like, I'm not going to go over this random woman or this random man, even if I find them attractive. So how do you do it? everybody does online dating or they do whatever, but like, this was so interesting to me that they actually generated a relationship. Like they had no physical contact, nothing with each other right. for months. And, Let me and tell you this it. though, like from experience, I was in a relationship, a long distance relationship for a minute. We literally met on a video chat website and yeah. that relationship was like extremely intense. So based on your friend's experience, mine was very similar. We were constantly video chatting. We used Skype at that point, but we were constantly video chatting, constantly on the phone, constantly talking because we yeah. lived like 3,500 miles away from each other. She was in Washington state and I was in New York. So like we, we made that work in the beginning of our relationship until it got to be too much. So anything like COVID, I mean, Absolutely. Video and phone calls and things like that can bring two people together really, really close. Yeah. But, the, but the thing is that without intimacy, without being able to touch each other, though, that part of the relationship is a whole lot more intense when you actually get each other, when you're in the same space. He really took a chance, like investing that kind of time with each other, not knowing if that part was going to have chemistry or not. Right. But when I spoke to him about it, and I said, you know, like, is that a fear of yours? Like, are you even thinking on those terms? And he was just like, no, because we're bonding so much this way that I don't even see how it's possible for the intimacy to not be there when the time comes. Right. And it really works for them. And, you know, I know that's not everybody, um, but it, it was just so interesting to me that they like found love during the midst of a pandemic and they're still together and they're mm -hmm. obviously like, they're able to be physical now, but they went for months and months and months without. And I think that's why their relationship is so strong. Cause I feel like it was like they dated for like five years already. And it's only been, you know, a year. Well, so yeah, the, all, all of their intimacy came from being vocal about everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely. the thing. Like, and think about this when you literally have a person in your life that you can communicate with about everything. There's like mm -hmm. nothing you can hide. Like this is the only way we can connect is this way. Yeah, that's got to build a huge foundation for a relationship. Absolutely. And people had so much more time when we were in quarantine. So it was like, that was his thought process too. He was like, you know, I'm, I'm working from home. So I have so much more time. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm bored out of my, my skull, so to speak. So yeah, like it was nothing to hop on video chat and the phone and, and everything. So they really were both just like, open to the experience but like i'm somebody i used to like hate that i don't even like when someone like facetimes me usually i'm like ah, ah why is he doing that <laughs> like, you know so it's so hard for me to imagine like an entire relationship blooming in this way but like they had so much time so they were always on the phone always you know eating meals together and i'm like oh my god that's crazy. yeah video chat man yeah you just get your little uh you get your little tripod thing for that holds your phone you put it at the other end of the table and you set it up like a little dinner date yeah, this is the first time I'm even doing it like this. So, like, yeah, yeah. We kind of forced you into this one. Like, I know you're, it was a little bit of an arm twist. We're like, hey, we, we should totally engage this video chat thing because people are really kind of um, embracing it and loving it. And it's more interactive. And 
it's just a cool thing yeah now that i'm on it i feel much more comfortable but the idea of it in the beginning is so like people are going to be watching me people are going to be staring at me you know and like that makes you know a lot of people uncomfortable but i think once you just get into this point like this is just the world we live in this is how people are dating now and Mm -hmm. you know this is how people are working this is how people are dating and this is just like everything it's like right now i'm just sitting here talking to my phone you're getting everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's absolutely true. Yeah, I, I don't know about the dating thing with COVID at this point. I mean, I have met some people. I mean, I met some, I've met a couple people um, on the dating world and that end of, of things, but it's still very cautious. I'm really cautious about stuff. Like to an extent, like I'm not, I don't know, like yeah. video chatting and phone calls are. Okay, so it's kind of interesting because pre-COVID, it, you might have been in a situation where you met someone online and the mm-hmm. first thing you're trying to do is get away from there. So if I met, like you meet someone on Tinder, the first thing you're supposed to be trying to do is get a phone right. number, right? Yeah, get, Take it to a phone conversation and then within the phone conversation, figure out when you can have your first date. That right, seems right. to be the process from online dating to actually meeting, but not anymore. Now we're kind of like, listen, can you give me your, like your, your event, uh, your Skype account information? Right or like your Zoom account information. We can video yeah. chat and make sure we're real and everything's cool, and then we'll decide. Now, do you find that, like, you, you kind of touched on it before, do you find that you're asking completely different questions? Like, are those in que- questions of importance to you right now? Or you're like, are you vaccinated or are you this? I think also just mm-hmm. because of the climate and the way everything is, it's like people very much are like one side or the other. There's not many people that kind of, even though I am, I fall in that moderate category. Like, is that a concern for you? Where like, if maybe you were talking to somebody and they were like, oh, I'm not vaccinated, would you just like, oh, bye? Or, you know. Yeah, I don't think I would be okay, bye. I think if you're not vaccinated and we have interest, then I would still kind of be all for it. But it would have yeah. to be in like a unique way. Like I, I may I may take more time to get to know somebody a little bit. So I knew that if they were like, you know, I don't know, like, if no symptoms are there, whatever. What their social life is, like, if they're out and about, like, that sort of thing. Yeah, I would I would think it'd be something like that. Yeah, like, how, yeah. Are you a person that literally stayed, okay, you don't have the vaccination, but you stay at home the entire time. You right. work from home, or you're not working right now because of COVID reasons or whatever. I'm probably okay with meeting you. I feel like that's safe. So, yeah, I think there is kind of a... Um, an investigation that's kind of going into this conversation so you can figure out where this person lies. Now, do you also think it's going to change seasonally? Like right now it's summertime. So people are out and about like this of outdoor dining and things of that nature. But do you think it's going to get more difficult when, you know, the fall and the winter hits and people like all the, people usually kind of go into hibernation mode during that time anyway. Mm-hmm. So how do you think it's going to affect them this time around with dating? You think they're just going to be like, eh, see you in the spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it de- it depends on how tough the weather and all that stuff kind of get. I don't I don't know. Like, if I started a relationship right now with somebody in the summer, then the winter's not going to affect if we're spending time together or not. But dating in the winter, like, exactly. or already being on the COVID restriction. Well, we don't have COVID restriction at this point, but like, I don't know. I think it's just it's kind of like life is back to normal, except with some caution for sure. Yeah. Except exactly with some mask wearing or some caution or whatever it is, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not following the six foot rule anywhere. Yeah, 
yeah, I haven't really seen that in place either. But I mean, there's, there are a lot of different like variants popping up right now. So it's like, I just get nervous, not necessarily for that. I just get nervous for if and when the time comes that restrictions get put in place again, because of course dating is already difficult enough and, you know, not having a social network of friends that you're going out with regularly to help like ease all that is also very difficult. I mean, when I went out last summer, like I said, nobody was approaching anybody because everybody was like standing there six feet apart and really, really cautious. And I, I think that's just going to be a really hard habit for people to break because that's, you know. Yeah. I, I guess people could stand, be standoffish. I mean, last yeah. year for sure, everybody was because everyone was scared. Like everyone right. walked around like we all had a deadly illness, even though we didn't. Like that's one of those things. Like you were literally scared to be close to anybody you didn't know, but right, right. but now you that things what? are more relaxed, right. and we've kind of gone through the worst of it, I I believe. Then I don't know. I don't think people are really that way. Like I try to keep my distance when I'm standing in a line, right, from right. the people in front of me or the people behind me. But I also am not super nervous about being within two feet of somebody. You know? Yeah. Do you find so? Are you on like the dating apps right now? Yeah, and everything has some kind of COVID thing. I was just about to ask. I like, yeah, so of like people's profiles now, or like it's part of it. Like, what are you open to COVID dating? Like, yeah, yeah. Virtual? Are you willing to meet in face to face? Do you want to do masks? Are you going to be six feet apart from each other? And then there's yeah. like the I don't give a shit option. That's normally the one that I select. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still cautious about it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's so interesting to me that it got to that point that, yeah, like it, it just really affected every single area where now that's a part of the, the questionnaire, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Do you want kids? Do you not want kids? Are you this? Are you that? Like, what's your COVID comfort level? Like, that's just, it blows my mind every time I hear yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I think it's going to be a part of our world until they figure out a way to really kind of nip it all in the butt. But yeah, I mean, yeah. even with the vaccine, people still catch COVID. Right, right. Absolutely. So I don't even like. I don't know. Right. It's it's a weird thing. But like dating wise, yeah, you can ask people like, did you get the vaccine? They say yes. But like you still don't know. Well, let me ask you this. What's your biggest fear of COVID? Is it yourself? Is it you passing it to somebody more vulnerable? Is it if mm. you catch it, you know, you're, it's time away from work? Like what's your biggest COVID fear? I literally think it's all three of those things. Yeah. I mean, I had, I, I thought, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've had COVID twice. Yeah. And both yeah. times that I was tested for everything, it came uh -huh. back negative. So I got really sick. I got tested. It came back negative. Same thing. Got really sick. Got tested. It came back negative. Assuming that it wasn't COVID because the test came back negative, mm -hmm. just kind of went on with my life. Like, okay, I had a spell. But if I actually right. caught COVID, I don't know right. because what I felt was like, put me down for days. Wouldn't allow right. me to work. I can't be away from work more than like 12 hours or go stir crazy. I right, definitely right. wouldn't want to catch it and then accidentally give it to an elderly person in my family. Right. right. And I don't know how I would react or my own, my own health or my own body would react to actually having it because I feel like I had it already. So I have an idea of what it was like, but I also right. don't think, I don't know. Maybe it was a negative, but, but I was actually positive. I mean, I had all of the serious symptoms that everyone talks about. But that's the thing. Could it have just been the flu? Could it have just been maybe you, like 
I think that's the, the iffy part that, like, I mean, you know, a couple weeks ago, I unfortunately, we had to postpone the podcast because I was not feeling well. And I did right. the same thing. I thought I had COVID. I went, I got a COVID test, this and that, came back negative. But I mean, I was paranoid as anything. I literally like locked myself in a room. I didn't even go home. I like stayed away and mm -hmm. I was out for like a week and test came back negative. But still to this day, I was like, I don't want to go near anybody. Right. Um, so I guess the part of dating that's that's bothersome to me is that you're taking a risk just like you would with STD, but a little bit different because like an STD risk is like, are we physical? This COVID right. thing is like, okay, basically is airborne. If we kiss, I can get it. But at the same time, you're kind of taking those risks every single day anyway in your day-to-day -day life. So, you know, you're going to the yeah. grocery store, going to work. So that's <clears> why it's like a weird, like inconsistent, like I totally get what you're saying. I agree, but I'm just saying it's, it's like this weird inconsistency that we all feel because like, we don't know where in our life to be more cautious and right. dating, suffering. Cause like that's seemingly like the, what you would think would be the most intimate of an interaction that you're going to have, but you're essentially interacting with people every single day in the same way. You know, yeah. I go to work every day now, no mask. I mean, in an office and what would be the difference if I were to go out on a date with somebody, you know, I'm still kind of putting myself in the same risk. Right. But for whatever reason, I'm more willing to go to work every day, of course, than to put myself in that situation of being optional and going out on dates. Yeah. I, I think you just kind of get into that phase where you're asking more questions. You're trying to be a lot more cautious with people that you're meeting there, but that basically are strangers at that point. Right. And that's the piece that everyone's getting involved with, I think. That's the part that I'm I'm focused on in general. Like you said, like that's the more intimate aspect of me being with another person. You know, yeah. we're sharing a booth, we're sharing a meal, possibly. There could right. be intimacy at the end of the night. Like that's the stuff I'm concerned about. Well, what's your recommendation then when it comes to COVID dating on how you would treat <sighs> I can't, I don't think I'm qualified <laughs> to give a recommendation at this point because I'm kind of throwing caution to the wind. I'm kind of going like Godspeed is like the philosophy I'm working on, but I'm like, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I think there's gotta be some questions. If you're uncomfortable with COVID in general, you gotta be cautious. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's like, Oh, I don't care how great they are. There still has to be some kind of concern about it. Like just ask the questions, you know? Hey, what's your favorite color? And how many people in your family had COVID this year? Right, right. Oh. Would you have like reservations about going out with somebody else that was super, super COVID cautious? Like if maybe you were really interested and, you know, you're kind of like, you know, kind of oh. throwing seats out the window, but they were like, okay, I'll go out with you, but you know, we got to, it's got to be outdoors. We got to be six feet apart. Like would that weird you out? If somebody mm. was like that at this stage, no, I don't think so. No, no, I think I'd be I'd, I'd be open to that. I mean, I could respect if I if I really liked somebody, I could respect their border, their you know mm. the walls they want to build for that situation. That's okay, okay. to me. I mean, okay. six feet apart is still rough to get like to get to know somebody, especially. If, I mean, could you imagine being in a park? Like even a park bench is not six feet long. 
Right, exactly. Or if you were to take a stroll in the park and you're just like awkwardly walking six feet away from you. Yeah, like, hey. exactly. And like trying to hold a conversation in the open. I don't know. It's just, a, it's a weird thing. I think I'd want to be with someone who was like, open air is good. Like, can we just wear masks and sit on a bench? I think I'd be more into that than walking the six feet apart from a stranger kind of deal. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this then. Does the mask thing kind of take away from the intimacy a little bit? Because you're not really able to see someone's facial expressions. You're not really able to like, so it, would that be an issue? Um, you know what? I think, <clears throat> okay, so it's been interesting in life just general. I'm sure everyone kind of feels this way. There's been a lot of new employees at new places. Like the coffee shop here in town has like five new girls that work there. And all last year when things started opening up, I was like, well, they all look great. But like, I have no idea because of the mask. We don't know what's going on. So there's like a little bit of that, but then recently everyone starts taking their masks off and you get to see who everybody really is because the masks have been hiding all of us forever. So I think that there's some, some part of it that's hidden. Yeah. But I mean, if you're communicating with that person and there's body language involved and you can see right. their eyes still, then maybe yeah. you're okay to still have like some kind of connection face to face, but you're still missing something. Right. So do you think in the beginning stages at least would be, more beneficial to kind of meet this way where you can at least see my face, see my body language, hear, you know, my tone and everything versus if me and you were to go on a park bench or take a walk and I yeah. ask my face. Yeah, I feel like it's got to go both ways, right? It's got to be a little bit of both. Like, hey, I really want to hold your hand and I brought hand sanitizer. So <laughs> like, I don't know if that's, that's kind of a thing that you would do to be cautious or, right. you know, um, I don't know. Is there an app for like kissing or something? I don't know. There's, there's like some yeah. weird stuff out there. I feel like with all these smart, rich people, somebody had to come up with like a COVID app, right? Yeah. That like maybe text all that stuff or, or that you can, there's probably even like COVID friendly dating apps at this point, like certain apps specifically designed for like people who, what their comfort level is or people just who living are COVID. Oh my. I'd be like really curious to see if that actually exists. I don't know. I want to Google that one just to see if there's like coviddating.com or something like that. <clears throat> I mean, dating app for everything, right? So why not this? Maybe. But I mean, yeah. I don't, this is, I, don't, I hope that the COVID thing is not a forever thing for, for our, you know, for human race in general. Oh, I know. It's crazy to think we're, we've been living in this, what, over, over a year and a half, almost going on two years, right? Yeah. And we realize it but it's it has been that long and i think we still got at least another year i mean i seemingly think that things are moving along normally so it's not as bad as at first was but i think we're still going to be living in this like weird space of caution for at least yeah. another year. well here's the thing is like i don't i think that there's still people dying of covid yeah but we were we were all paying attention to that stuff really really closely and now yeah. at least in my world it's a second wow. it's like second on the list of things to take into consideration when i wake up in the morning because oh, it used right. to be the permanent thing like okay how many cases are in my county where were they at they're still doing all of that people are still passing from it but i i think it's less less it's yeah, just it's not the first thing you check when you turn the news on anymore. You know, it's not even a news article anymore. They're starting to talk about other things now. Like we were at the time we were watching like governor Cuomo's like Cuomo hour every single mm -hmm. day, the updates. And it's definitely, you know, not 
at that level anymore where we're watching it so diligently because we're back to work. We're, you know, trying to right. function life again. And at that time, like everybody was home. Like it felt like the world stopped with the exception of essential workers, of course. So yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it's interesting. out of sight, out of mind. Definitely. Yeah. So we'll hit a couple things here um, and then we'll wrap it up. So we're just going to do a couple of savoir faire brags. Um, brand new uh, merchandise was released about a month ago. The Hustle gear. Uh, there's some Don't Quit gear, like some really cool stuff that we had created. It's all on the savfair.com website. But I <clears throat> uh, worked with a company that was creating all these for us, and we didn't, I didn't have any like hands-on experience about how these things actually felt or what mm -hmm. they were. So I ordered some, got a bunch of samples in, I sent some to Jess. She'll be sporting them too. And then yeah. I got to feel them. Like guys, the Hustle t-shirt on my website is amazing. It feels so yeah. good. It's the perfect summer tee. It's nice and light. It's like clean fabric. The printing is amazing. Like get over there and grab some of this stuff. Check this stuff out on the website. The other piece yeah. that we're pushing a bunch right now is the Subwoofer model search. Um, that's in full swing. There's all kinds of advertisements out there for this. We're trying to find models and women that want to compete in this competition. Someone is going to win uh, in November, an all-expense-paid trip to New York City to shoot with my amazing team and be on the cover of the magazine, be a cover model. So, you know, if you're a woman and you're listening, that's that's a big piece. Again, savfair.com to get signed up. Is there any criteria involved that you can let, like, women know how they can – like, do you have to be, I don't know, certain heights, certain anything? Oh, no, 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 no. This is for everybody. As long as you're over 18 and you're willing to travel to New York City, then you can sign up. Um, photos don't matter. Professional models slash uh, um, girl next door. Selfies can be submitted. Professional photos can be submitted. It's only one photo. You put some information in there about yourself and then you just submit it. No big deal. We'll get you signed up. But yeah, I mean, I've been really working hard on making sure that that contest that starts on August 1st is a big one. Uh, it's going to yeah. be a good one for the brand. It's going to help with a lot of recognition and advertising. So the more people we can get in, the better. Very cool. You know what I think you should do to put in my two cents? I think maybe next week you do like maybe top five tips to help like that we could throw out there to, to get noticed, you know, and right. we can make it, make sure the lighting's great. Make sure this, you know, make sure, you know, and we can kind of talk about that and help some yeah. of these girls. Out. So I, think, uh, we'll get I think what we could do with something like that is uh, we could create a, YouTube, a regular video and put that out on YouTube next week. We hopefully have a special guest on the show. Uh, awesome. We're going to do our first interview with Jessica and I both. So we'll have a guest. I'm really interested in that one. It's going to be a dating coach who's, dived into this I, I don't know if you can get a degree in dating but she's got something yeah <laughs> so it's sociology degree or something yeah it's definitely something to kind of like focused on dating and stuff she's in new york city as well she's like right here in our own neighborhood she's pretty cool she has a featured show on a couple different um platforms that i'm on that's how i met her she's got a cool podcast as well so but we'll introduce and talk with her a whole lot more uh on the next episode while she's here but yeah, just check out savfair.com is my big encouragement, the new swag. Check out the contest if you're interested in getting involved in that stuff. And then, yeah, um, and then send us a message. I want to know if you would go to space. I just want to know if you would go to space. I want comments. Yeah, I'd like to know, too, if we could take a poll on that one. That'd be great. 
Yeah, sounds great. Really appreciate it. Uh, another awesome week with you, Jess. And uh, I guess we're out of here. Thank you for listening to the show. Please take a minute to head over to www.savfair.com and subscribe to our publication.